This morning's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast on the Wigger Podcast Network brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Hiring can be a challenge, as Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner discovered. She needed a game artist for her education tech company. She went to ZipRecruiter.com, posted her job, found the right person. In less than two weeks, with results like that, it's no wonder four to five employers who post on ZipRecruiter to get quality candidate through the site within the first day right now. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, Zorro.com is where you'll find everything you need for businesses of any size in almost any industry. Tools, equipment, supplies for everything you need, whether you need stuff for industries like electrical, plumbing, contracting, manufacturing, or more. Zorro's got it from brands you know and trust. They offer amazing customer service from real people based in the U.S. Visit Zorro.com slash BS, Z-O-R-O dot com slash BS in all lowercase letters to sign up for Zmail and get 15% off your first order. We're also brought to you by the ringer.com and the ringer podcast network where the hottest take people like this. We did our first week last week. It's exclusive on Spotify. You should be following. Rosillo has one. If you like Rosillo, you have to listen to, to uh, the hottest take on Spotify because he has a doozy coming tomorrow. And let's just say the 1770s are involved. So that's coming up. You should uh, be subscribing to his podcast anyway. His podcast every Monday with Chris Long is essential listening. I was on there last week as well. And uh, the rewatchables coming back Wednesday because for my 50th birthday present to myself, we're doing the Shawshank Redemption and it's going up on Wednesday. And we've been saying, there's been like six, seven movies we've been saving. It was time to do this one. Um, because hope is a good thing and no good thing ever dies. And Shawshank's happening. So listen to that on, uh, on Wednesday, the rewatchables 1999 on luminary Mallory and I did, uh, for love of the game. Oh. It, it got a little raunchy. I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed in both of us. If, if you like Mallory at a raunchiest, here you go. So that's coming, uh, later in the week on, on, uh, luminary as well. Coming up the cuz. At the Emmys last night, so we had to tape this this morning, but we're going to do Guest Alliance and a whole bunch of other stuff. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, we're taping this Monday morning, Pacific time, 8 o'clock. We got up early. Sal was at the Emmys last night. Sal, you deprived our loyal listeners the Sunday night pod that they've gotten used to. Why don't you apologize to them right now? I apologize. You should apologize. I'll apologize, but you should definitely apologize because I try to convince you we should do this last night. I said I would call from any governor's ball or whatever, and now uh, I can't even see straight, but well, let's I did, do it. Nobody wanted a distracted cuz. <laughs> where where you're like outside some party, yeah. baby doll smoking all over you. Um, we so you've been hanging out with baby doll Dixon, our agent. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I guess we have to say our manager now for the last few days. Um, he yes. we found out that he's been to the IHOP twice in the past four days in LA. What were your thoughts on that? From from what I understand, he went alone too. So he's like sneaking off like a like a fiend or something to. Uh, to have the Rudy Tooty fresh and fruity or whatever he's um, planning. But yeah, he is a, he's a tour de force. I mean, he, he lit up a cigarette 
18 inches from our good friend Daniel's pregnant wife. He just doesn't care. <laughs> he stopped caring like in 1982 and it, it just uh, spiraled from there. It's funny how we enjoyed Mad Men way back when because it reminded us what life was like in the 60s when people right. littered and smoked all over each other and had no regard for other humans. And yet, and yet it's 2019 and here's James Baby Doll Dixon doing his thing. He's brought it back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you went to the, you had to go to the Emmys, so you missed the debut of Danny Dimes. Yeah. It was absolutely spectacular. It was stunning. I can't remember being that surprised watching football in a long time. He's just good. He's a good football player. I, I feel like with quarterbacks, you kind of, you know, if they're bad right away, I feel like they can surprise mm -hmm. you. They can be late bloomers or whatever, but at the very least, you can watch a quarterback first time blink test and go, oh, that guy doesn't have it. This was the opposite. Right. This guy was making great throws. He was moving around. He's sneaky fast. He They had some stat, this next-gen stats thing, where they measure the top speed a quarterback can get to. And the top four speeds yesterday where he had two, and it was Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. That was the top four. Um, he's just good. Are you worried? He's in your division for the next 15 years. Yeah. Well, a couple of things. Yeah, I, I only saw highlights and he looked really good. Like all the things you said and he looked poised and he was making nice throws, like leading the receiver nicely. All things you you thought you hoped for with Eli. Um, I do think it's kind of funny that the Giants fans are like celebrating like they've never celebrated before and their best player, <laughs> their, their all time player, Saquon Barkley's in a walking boot on the sidelines. <laughs> it's true. So yeah. That's not going to be great. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He looks, he looks really good. It's, it's very strange. You know, I floated a, a theory by you midweek last week and you're like, Oh, let's do this on the podcast. But now it, the, now it just seems like he was much better than Eli to begin with. But I thought Eli might have forced his own benching because he looked at his record and saw 116 and 116 and said, Oh, you know what? I'm going to be 10 games under 500 after this year. Mm. Gonna, and then uh, this is at some point going to affect my hall of fame resume. Let let's bench me now. And uh, whatever people could think, whatever they want, but I, I don't know. It just it just seemed like he was worlds beyond Eli Manning yesterday, right? Yeah, it seems that it seems suspicious the timing of the one sixteen one sixteen. Eli was yeah. eight and twenty six his last thirty four starts. McAdoo tried to do this two years ago, as a lot of people have pointed out over the last eighteen hours, mm -hmm. and then so they so they lose him, and he was just terrible in every respect as a, as a right. starting quarterback. And then gain somebody who opens their offense because he can actually move around. He's a 2019 quarterback. But I thought the team was really inspired by him. And there was some stories. The, I guess the only benefit of taping this pod on Monday morning is we I actually had time to read a lot of the stories last night and this morning. Mm -hmm. And uh, they said at one point he swore in the huddle and, the, and his teammates got all fired up. But... Um, you could see at the end of the game when, when poor Barkley's in a walking boot on crutches, hopping, um, hopping to join the post-game celebration. Like <laughs> the Giants were fired up. And the 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 Saquon thing made me think that might have to be an Olympic event. Hopping on one leg, who who can go the fastest? I've never seen oh, anybody move faster. Good. Did you see that? He was doing like a fire him on one leg hopping versus me running full speed. I think he wins. <laughs> I think I would start. My fantasy teams are so bad. I would start Saquon and crutches. Over, uh, anything I have back there. Well, that was yeah. that was the bummer yesterday because the Bucks were winning. Barkley got hurt 
on one of those classic only his body goes in the ways yeah. that it was going when he actually got hurt. He's he has a way of the from hips up, his body's going one way and his legs are going completely the other way, which is Barry Sanders-ish. And of course, this is the one time somebody caught him and it looked like a torn Achilles or a broken ankle or something. So even mm. if he's out five to six weeks, that's that's a win compared to what it felt like in the moment. Obscured over this whole thing was an atrocious loss for Tampa Bay. Well, Just, I, I want... Yeah, before we, I, I wanted to say, uh, well, first of all, my, my favorite stat that I'm seeing all day, and th- th- this is another reason, like, these things pop up, like, Monday morning. It's good to see this. Eli, 0-44 when his team was down 18 or more points. Daniel Jones, 1-0. Oh, wow. Um, that's a fun one. But, uh, yeah, I think what you're about to say, I mean, I, I, you look at Bruce Arians and his health and everything, and what's the one thing you can't have for a guy with, like, hard issues and everything? You can't have a bad field goal kicker. You can't have a guy miss yeah. two extra points and a chip shot field goal. Because it's going to make for a short, a really short uh, tenure there at Tampa Bay. But what, what do you think? Do you think this is a mini Ewing theory, like without Barkley, or there's just too much going on with the Eli? But is this a Daniel Jones Ewing theory moment? Nah. If they win five games, yeah, it's like it's it's kind of the Eli Manning theory. We'd have to create a new theory for him, right? I guess that's what it is. Yeah, but that the fact that the Bucks didn't win that game. First of all, they had a huge lead against a guy who had never played as a starting quarterback before, and Barkley gets hurt during the game. He's got mm. one receiver to throw to, basically. But they're down, um, they're down whatever a score. Thirty seconds left. Mike Evans, who already has like thirty fantasy points and is having mm. like the fantasy breakout day, the Giants have one-on-one coverage against him, and yeah. Jameis just heaves it down. He makes the play. They get down, they they uh they down the ball with like what 16 seconds left. They still had a timeout. And then for some reason they take a delay a game. And then Jameis does the kneel in the middle thing. But it's like I would have taken a shot at the end zone first with Mike Evans. They couldn't cover him. And went, why are you putting the game in the field goal kicker's hands? He's already blown two kicks and you're going yeah. backwards. That was some of the dumbest coaching I've ever seen in my life. Well, until we saw the night game, but yeah, no, I'm with you. When Mike, Mike Evans has, when he has his shirt untucked, his jersey's untucked and like, you you don't even know if he's wearing like half his shoulder pads. Like, oh yeah, just go to that guy. Right. He's, he's in the right mode right now. That, yeah, it seemed like Tampa was toying with them up until that point. And I don't even know if coaches are telling the truth anymore or they're joking. Like Arian said, they asked him about the delay of game and he's like, well, we like that part of the field better. No, no, that was a screw up. No, they completely screwed up. And the irony of this is, so we did the over-unders podcast before the year, and I told you I liked the Bucs in that division because I thought it was going to be a bad division. Mm -hmm. They would have been two and one. Right. With the Saints, Bridgewater, I know the Saints won yesterday, but Bridgewater did not look good in that game. That that game was more a reflection of Seattle just might not be good this year. Uh, well, they have what two defensive touchdowns or a kick return? Yeah, yeah non offensive touchdowns. It, yeah. it was not like an impressive New Orleans Saints offensive performance, but mm-hmm. Tampa could have been two and one. They have an easy schedule and uh, and they had some momentum because they finally got Mike Evans going and they just give that game away. And there's a chance nine and seven wins that division. So that was bad. There was some really bad coaching, which we'll get into yesterday. Arians was an atrocity. Freddie Kitchens we'll get to. Pete Carroll. So bad. Pete Carroll got hit in the nose of the football before the game, yeah. and it's possible he was concussed because they were a disaster. <laughs> and Sean McVay was really bad in the Sunday night game. We'll talk about all that. Two more Giants things. 
ironically, they should probably trade a first for Odell Beckham, right? They should oh, just give the back, first huh? back. Yeah. What would that? What well, would they do if they if the Browns if they call the Browns? The Browns aren't going to make the playoffs. I don't think. And they're just like, hey man, we'll take them back. We'll give we'll funny. give you your first. He, I if you were him, would you rather have Daniel Jones or Baker Mayfield? What kind of watch would they have to give the Browns to get Odell back? Yeah, you're right. I mean, now that's all the comparison in New York. Like, all right, the Giants, they're not going to win the division. We just have to have more wins than the Browns, right? Yeah. And they really they really could do it at this point because I don't know. Do you believe in people watching enough tape on a guy and then that's it? Like, could that be what happened with ba- Baker Mayfield? I do feel like he's like, he's leaving the pocket too early. He's doing a lot of mechanical things wrong. Plus, they can't protect him. But- this string of, what does he have, five turnovers in the fourth quarter? Like, yeah, I, I would roll the dice with Daniel Jones at this point, even though it's against Tampa Bay, who was like 31st defensively uh, in the NFL last year. But uh, I've, you can't like what you saw out of Baker. I've never seen Baker play well against a good defense. Mm-hmm. If it happened, I missed it. It just seems like the better the defense, he's just backpedaling and getting rid of the ball. And um, they can't protect him, obviously, but... It's 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 a little alarming, and it's definitely alarming if you either bet the Browns over or you spend a lot of money on Baker in your fantasy league. I have one more Giants thing for you. Kyle has something to tell you. Do, you. do your thing about Eli Kyle. Oh no, I just I think it's finally the the guard has been changed. I don't have to hate the Giants anymore. The last stain of the Patriots uh, losses are gone, and I think it's just fun to be happy for the Giants again. Yeah, Kyle's Kyle's healed. He, that's what he wanted to I think to tell a lot you. of people really? are as well. Yeah, he's healed. Eli, we hated the Giants because of Eli and Strahan and David Tyree and Justin Tuck and all of these skeletons from these two Super Bowls that were taken from us. And now we've moved past it. And now, now we found peace and we can be happy for the Giants fans. <laughs> we're happy for them with Daniel Jones. Eli is now gone. It's great. Right. And and it actually makes us feel really good that Eli who was never a top seven QB at any point in his life, who had really mediocre stats considering he was a 21st century QB for the above average QBs. Mm-hmm. And the Giants fans are pushing this Hall of Fame resume case for him. I like that. I mean, not, not that I like it. I don't like any No, it, it's, it's just hilarious. Yours, but- it's like, oh, he went to Super Bowl, so he should be in the Hall of Fame. I had, Russell and I did this whole bit last week and I hadn't really researched it. It was impromptu. Mm-hmm. And now I wish I had gone more in on, are you guys absurd? Eli was not a Hall of Fame QB. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, and one of my friends who's a Giants fan sent me this, sent me this angry text because he heard it and was just like, the list of people who have won two, two Super Bowls as a QB is not long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's basically that list is, oh, I can't remember. The, it's like, it is like six QBs. Okay, but. Here's my thing. And I, if you listen to Against the Odds last week, Harry and yeah, I. Yeah, you talked about it. it. He goes crazy. But it, my thing is, it cannot just be postseason because now you're looking at 4% of his body work. His work right. Work, right. It's, and really, because the only one in two years, the only one playoff games in two years. So now it's like down to two, two, two and a half percent of everything he's done. It just can't be. I mean, would we have been better served if Trent Dilfer won one more Super Bowl and then we could put that argument to rest? That two Super Bowl or Flacco, thing, like maybe, yeah. yeah oh, right. here's Flacco. Here's the stat: multiple Super Bowl MVP winners: Star, Bradshaw, Montana, Brady, Eli. 
maybe there's one missing, but that feels around correct. And now, Eli winning for the for the seventeen fourteen game was ludicrous, or the twenty seventeen game, whatever, whatever the final score is. The Super uh, Bowl thirty, the Sante Samuel, you got the the helmet catch, yeah. like everything was just as lucky as any quarterback you liked that who was unlucky. I'll bring up Tony Romo. Is that like uh, seven instances? Of, well, I have to, I have to. Just, well, the Pats, whatever. The but Giants, you can't, but I, I I told you this. We we talked about last week. Look at look at any other field of work. Look at the Academy Awards. Like who's a better actor, Cher or Harrison Ford? Like it can't <laughs> all be about the trophy. I it like has that. to be. You have to look at something else. Tom Cruise or uh, Eddie Redmayne. I don't know. That's a good one. Yeah. Cher or Harrison Ford? The Giants fans are like Cher's in the Hall of Fame. Moonstruck was really good. Right. Um, yeah. Well, Eli's gone. I will say this. You know. This has been a tough century for the New York fans, I feel like, right? Mm. And and as much as I despise them and as much as I love battling them, it has been kind of sad to see them just just towing rock bottom where you have that one great Yankee season in 09, which is now tainted by the A-Rod PDs. You have mm-hmm. 20 years of terrible Nick stuff. You have the Giants with the two Super Bowls and then just the, the whole decade falls apart. The Jets, nothing. The Islanders, they moved. I don't even know where they're playing now, but it, mm-hmm. who knows what's going on with them. The Mets, you start out, you make the World Series. Then you have the 2015 World Series. It's like, here come the Mets. It all falls apart. And now all of your hopes are on Pete Alonso. That's right. it. It's every every baseball hope you have is tied to that one guy. It's well, it's been kind of we'll sad. It. It's been kind of sad to watch, and now they have to root for Kyrie and KD in Brooklyn. These hired mercenaries. I like that they have this traditional old school. Here comes Danny Jones, and and now and now they have like a new guy. I I, I hopeful New York fans. I think are better for us than sad, bitter New York fans. Don't you think? Well, I'll say this: Here comes Daniel Jones to Gillette Stadium Week Six. So in a Thursday night affair. So. You- you and Kyle may may not be cleansed fully of this. Um, we don't hate the Giants anymore. If he sneaks up on you, are you down with Danny Dimes as a nickname? Yeah, that's pretty good. I haven't had time to think about it, but uh, that's the leader in the clubhouse. I like sure. that people are already shortening it to Dimes. He's not oh, even Danny. It's just like Dimes. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but uh, no, this is good. Him and Saquon. That's a that's a fun team. And the last thing to just to put a bow on this. The Jets fans who were feeling really good in the offseason that like finally maybe things had shifted to them. What a kick in the balls. Yeah. I mean, they, if you had said, who would you rather have, Darnold or Danny Jones, up until two days ago, mm-hmm. it's it's 99% of the people probably take Darnold. Right. And now. Maybe we calm down a little bit, though, with, with dimes. No, I'm not done trying to jinx this yet. Let me keep going. I have Go more. On. I have more jinx potion to put on this. Um, him and Zion in the same year. I tweeted this yesterday, but the, a really good year for Duke. JJ Redick on the Ringer Podcast Network. Zion, yeah. Danny Dimes. Like we're coming around on Duke. I feel like oh, it just as a country. <laughs> no, Duke had the the basketball thing locked down. I think for a while. I, I know what you're saying there. People are rooting for them. Let me ask you this because people. This is going to be the talk of. Uh, my show, lock it in. Uh, Giants were sixteen; they were eighteen to one to win the division before the season started. They were a hundred to one, fifty or a hundred to one, depending on where you looked at it. Before this week, back down to eighteen to one. 
back down 18 to 1? 18 to 1 now. People the think they can win the division? How is that how is that not higher? Well, it, it is weird that it is it's exactly where it was when the season started. So Jesus. Um but Cow- Cowboys minus 175 is about. Hey, we're teaming up with FanDuel to give you a chance to play fantasy football against me and the cousin, the trifecta. The winner gets to fly out to Puerto Rico to be our official correspondent for FanDuel's World Fantasy Football Championship Live Finals. All expenses paid four days of WFFC events in Puerto Rico, including an exclusive beach after party with live performance by Ludacris. They still won't promote Harry for this. I know Harry's going to be there somehow. Go to FanDuel.com slash ringer to enter and draft your week four fantasy team for the games kickoff on Sunday. I want to brag a little, Sal. We had like 700 plus people in this this week. I finished 38th. All right. I'm going to have to one up you. I hate to do this. I finished 29th and I won $20. Oh, wow. I won $15. (laughs) Did we have both have Mike Evans? I didn't have Evans. I had Ingram, Keenan Allen. And I had Mahomes. I just think it's worth it to go with Mahomes. You'll you'll lose out yeah. on whatever other player, but it's it's kind of safe. You I, had Mike Evans. I had Watson, Dalvin Cook, Mike Evans, and Tyler Lockett and the Patriots D and somehow didn't win. Well, I, I feel like I'm getting a hang of this FanDuel thing. Remember, you can play against us in the Ringer Listener League on FanDuel. Doesn't matter if you missed last week. Take home the top prize this week. Get your asses kicked by me and Sal. FanDuel.com slash ringer to enter now. FanDuel dot com slash ringer. I was really excited about the Mike Evans fantasy thing. Sal, I'm really into fantasy. You know why? Because I might have an undefeated fantasy team this year. You're undefeated. In your league. In the league we're in. This is the best team I've had in 12 years. I'm really happy of it. I tell strangers about it. I'm back. I did a whole hottest take last week on our new podcast for Spotify about how fantasy football isn't fun. I rescind those comments. Fantasy football is really fun when your team's good. Wow. I really enjoy myself. Uh, you can't win. You can't win. You make it to the playoffs. It's the same thing every year. You'll make it to the playoffs. You're the 2012 Bengals. And, you know, oh, we how see dare you for you. a short time. How and dare that's you. that. The most points in our league. Uh, speaking of making it to the playoffs and then choking, let's talk about your Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So you're 3-0. and you you got you got a little sweaty during that Dolphins game yesterday. Then it then it all worked out. Yeah, I did a little uh, I did a little power poll. I'm going to ask you. So I I think everybody everybody has the Pats and Chiefs as the as the top two teams right now. Right. Who would you have for your next four? I think Dallas is third. I don't know. Oh, 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 oh here we go. Reverse takes time, everybody. No, no, no. Here's the I, you can't. They, they've played the Giants, who I don't, would say what you want about Danny Dimes. That secondary is still atrocious and was probably at, at its worst week one. They played the Redskins and the Dolphins. So I think I think we're good. I don't know if we're better than the Rams. Like if I had to decide, if you had to decide between the Rams and the NFC or the Cowboys in the NFC, you would take you take the Cowboys. I think if you have home field, it's going to matter more than it would for the Rams. Yeah, for that sure. Would, that would be my uh, my caveat. If you can somehow pull off the NFC title game at home, I think that's significant. Here's who I have. New England KC. Then I th- I have Dallas and the Rams and Baltimore is 3-4-5. Mm-hmm. I have the, uh, the Ewing Theory Extraordinaire Colts at 6 as my <laughs> sleeper. And then I have the New Orleans Green Bay Houston group at 7-8-9. Minnesota and Chicago, 10-11. And then I have the the three teams that who knows if they're the September Rabbits or not. Buffalo, San Francisco, and Detroit, 12, 13, 14. It's, it's a weird season because 
We have two really good teams, I think, New England, Kansas City. And then we have three really bad teams, Washington, the Jets, and Miami. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people in the middle that could shapeshift, depending on how the season goes and who gets injured and all that. But I think your team's looking good, especially if Philly gets knocked out here and they keep having injuries. They're one and two now. Um, You know, you might be able to put that division away by the Thanksgiving game. I'll stop it. Yeah. I don't hear this. Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah. Cut I it said out. it. I said it. Cut it out already. Would you trade uh, for Jalen Ramsey? <laughs> no. Why'd you laugh? We already screwed that up. We already passed on him and uh, screwed that. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this. And by the way, you scared the crap out of me all week. I think I woke up one day midweek. I was like, oh my God, I root for losers. What if the, what if the Dolphins come to, to Big D and win this game? This could be bad. And then every text you sent me during the week is like, I love the Dolphins. I love Julie Louis-Dreyfus. I love... I was like, you you mean the Cowboys, yeah. right? You screwed it up like three times. You I said did. Dolphins. And I was like, oh, that's an omen. They're going to be close. And by the way, they weren't. <laughs> it was 10-6. And what was it? Drake fumbled inside the 10 before half. And then it just... Then they just fell apart. I just have a feeling the Dolphins are historically one of the worst teams that we've ever seen. I'm just not getting a good... We'll know better. But if da Dallas goes to New Orleans this Sunday night, we'll get a much better uh, read on that team. I think that was a classic don't want to show anything with a big game coming up in a week performance. Yeah, maybe. But where you're playing a terrible team, you know you're going to win. You're just trying to get out of the game alive. Your backup running back got a lot of carries. They they played it perfectly. So, Well, here's the thing. Let me just say this. We're almost a month into the season. Here's what I was worried about yesterday. I was like, we're, we have to see bad Jason Garrett or bad Andy Reid at some point. This is a lot of games now. This is... This is six games that we haven't seen this from either team. Could it be that just both these squads are, are put together so well that it doesn't matter who's coaching at this point? I'm going the other way. Here's my theory. I think coaching collectively has gotten worse. Mm -hmm. And the Jason Garrett, Andy Reid combo is actually becoming more favorable as the years pass. I mean, did you see Freddie Kitchens yesterday? Really bad. It, yeah. I, I don't even know if that was an offense. That... I've made this joke a million times, but it really was the case yesterday. It was like playing my son in Madden where he just spreads the receivers out and they just run straight lines and the quarterback goes backwards and throws off his back foot. Yeah. It was so bad. The funniest thing with him, he doesn't, he's the first coach in like 10 years who doesn't cover his face when he calls the plays. You notice that? Right. Everyone else is putting the menu over their face so nobody can, can read their lips. He's like, I don't care. I don't, we're not even running plays. Read my lips. He should do it in the press conferences, put the menu over his lips because he's making even less sense there. Like, I don't know, like that you won't see a worse fourth and nine call than just a straight handoff off tackle to uh to Chubb. And then, like you said, like empty backfield at the goal line or uh, at the four yard line, first and goal. You knew there were three passes coming. The Rams defend that 10 yards behind him better than anybody, and they're gonna they're gonna bring pressure. Like, what what are you doing? What what is anyone doing? I know their offensive line isn't good, but it, it's also a criminal misuse of Landry and Beckham. Mm -hmm. You would just think like you just tell those two guys like just get open, just just little pick plays for each other, little little crosses, little outs. Like we're gonna you're each getting ten catches a game. That's how I remember Landry on the Dolphins or whoever. It was just just little four yard slants, and then what he you know he has eleven receptions for uh, yeah seventy eight yards, yards yeah whatever he 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 moved you know drives didn't stall with him in there. That's how I remember it. Well, I'm wondering this. Let me ask you this: Coaches pride themselves on like you know we, oh we work ninety three hours. They get in at five in the morning. 
How about sleep a little? Because <laughs> yeah. it really looks like they're sleep deprived. A lot of these coaches. Yeah, I can't. I can't watch a fourth and short with Pete Carroll anymore. I don't know what has to happen before um before he's done. Like if he just like, hey, th- this is where you go to the restroom. All right, you're you're getting up in age. You take take a bathroom break on fourth and one because you just can't do it anymore. You see kind of the same things out of every coach now as you would players. It's very strange. Yeah, when I did that power poll, I had Seattle as fifteen. I had 15, 16, and 17. The enigmatic enigmas would set tears. Seattle, the Chargers, and the Falcons. I don't know what's going to happen with those three teams. But with Seattle, that was just a shoot yourself in the foot the whole game game. And yeah. you think like they barely pulled the Pittsburgh game out in week two. I, I don't know what to make of that team. The Chargers are one and two. They gave that game away to Detroit last week. Even yesterday, they could have won that game. Benjamin dropped a pass late. And then yeah. the Falcons, it felt like if that game was 10 more minutes, that Colts game, they would have won. Because once T.Y. went out, it was really tough for the Colts to move the ball. And, and the Falcons were lights out offensively. And they just kind of ran out of time. But I, I actually like the way the Falcons played in that game. I think the Colts are really good. And the Falcons went toe-to-toe with them. So... Those three teams, which one would you believe in out of those three teams going forward? Well, Seattle, Chargers, in Falcons. There too. I know they beat the uh, they beat the Chargers yesterday, but I, I just I watched the first half and and uh Watson throwing probably the worst pass I've ever seen, or when he spiked it into the turf, whatever you want to call yeah. that, a lateral. I don't know what he did, but you really don't know what these are all teams that should be so much better than they are. And uh the Falcons, yeah, you look at their line. Ryan was 29 for 34, 304, yeah. three touchdowns and one interception. You look at that, you're like, all right, they won by 13 over Indianapolis. But Reset was right there. He had very similar numbers. They play good defense when they need to, and they move the ball. And they're a fun team. I'm going to give you credit. You, you like the Colts. I think your motives were a little sketchy. You just Why? needed Andrew. Well, you needed Why Andrew I- Luck to look look like the dog here. And, uh, what, what, what does that mean? I didn't, Andrew Luck never did anything to me. All, all he did was lose to my favorite team all the time he played them. Well, that was it. You had to prove it. Take that. This is another extra F you for Deflategate and everything else. But I, what, what's your, the, the, the Colts of the thing, uh, prediction you're most proud of, which is, which are you least, what, what are you, who are you cutting bait with? Well, I've, I've had a really good first three weeks. And mm-hmm. and the Colts riding the Colts week after week, I'm I'm excited about. I think they're legitimately good. The Hilton thing really worries me, but their next seven, Sal, yeah, home for Oakland this week at KC. That's going to be tough. Home for Houston, Denver, at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh might be out of it by that point, and then home for Miami, Jacksonville. There's a chance they're going to be. I mean, they could be eight and two the 10 game mark seriously they could be Nah, you don't trust them that much i i think they're good i think they're well coached i think they're good they the other thing we talked about how we thought the nfc was better than the afc Mm -hmm. if you look at the two conferences right now there's only six above 500 afc teams and if you're thinking like who's going to make the playoffs it's out of the teams that are one and two or lower it's really just the Chargers and Jags that you could make a case for. I I think I I would I'm not crossing off anyone else, but I think a lot would have to happen for any of the other teams. But right now, the above 500 teams are KC, Buffalo, New England, Houston, Baltimore, and Indy. And then the Chargers are one and two, and the Jags are one and two. 
it's just not that good of a conference. And then you look at the other conference, you have eight teams that are above 500, plus Chicago's one and one, and you have the Falcons that are one and two, and you have the Panthers and Eagles that are both one and two. The Panthers look like really legitimately good yesterday with the new quarterback. Mm-hmm. Eagles, even though it's been a rough season for them, you can't count them out yet. I think we have to remember this going forward. The NFC just might be significantly better this season. Well, I think there are better options for the NFC four through six, but that AFC top three is dynamite. That uh, I don't know how much you'd have to put down. You wouldn't get even odds, uh, no way, I don't think, on Patriots, Chiefs, AFC championship right now. Right. I'd love to see Chiefs Ravens again as a conference semifinal. So th- th- those three teams are very solid. I know the Ravens and you know that they, they, they had some issues yesterday, but those top three are really good. But I think you're right. Um, I don't know. Do we want to give the Bills one of those wild card spots? They're three and zero. They play the Patriots this week. But then you're right. The Browns don't look great. The Jags look good on a ugly Thursday night game with rain and penalties and everything else. So that that's uh, and the the Chargers are the enigma. Like what what do you do? They're probably the best wild card option out there, but they're only one and two, and there's probably more losses coming. So. Yeah, you can make the case for the Chargers that they they're not healthy right now, and they're going to get some guys back as the season goes along that are difference makers for them. Mm-hmm. The Bills offensively have been rocky defensively are a top three defense, maybe yeah. even top two. So, you know, considering they get to, they, they get a couple more jets, Miami games and et cetera, et cetera. It's, I think it's realistic. They could get to this, 10 wins. This sounds stupid. I can't even believe I'm saying this. Josh Allen, I think is now in my top 15 quarterbacks. Maybe I'm not even saying that much here. Yeah. And I'd want to have the ball down four with yeah. one drive left. In the I agree. Quarter. He's got it. And it's weird because yeah. he doesn't throw the ball downfield that much, but he he does make some plays. I think if you look at the eight teams that are above 500 now in the NFC, I think Detroit falls out. And I I know the Niners are 3-0, and their offensive stats have been pretty impressive, but they're really sloppy. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I haven't seen enough from them yet that makes me, even yesterday, they turned the ball over five times, Three of them were just, they handed the ball to Pittsburgh. It wasn't even like right. Pittsburgh forced turnovers. San Francisco was just like, here, take the ball. And they still mm-hmm. somehow won. So I, I think there's going to be more more flux in the NFC. But I like I like how this season has gone. I, I think there's a lot of teams in the mix. And I, from a gambling standpoint, I think it's it's been pretty fun. The uh, So who's the worst undefeated team? You would say San Francisco or Detroit? Oh, Detroit. The are, Detroit, the definitely. Cowboy, Cowboys, Packers, Patriots, Chiefs, all solid, I think. Detroit definitely is the worst. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they, that that game they won last week against the Chargers was fraudulent. And then, you know, Patricia is just dying to give away these games. He, he turned the Arizona game into a tie. The game was over. And then yesterday, <clears throat> really bizarre time management, and they end up settling for a 46-yard field goal that was really dangerous for a lot of different reasons, and he ends up getting blocked. And yeah. they should have lost that game too, so... Um, I don't know. <clears throat> Eagles is a good win. Chargers is a good win. Maybe we, maybe we come around on Matt Patricia a little. Maybe we give no. Doug Peterson a little crap. Lost two games. He maybe could have won at Atlanta and yesterday. He stared Bill Belichick in the eye and beat him. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll give him no slack. The uh, the Ewing Theory Colts. Brissett is two and one, but then 
Jimmy G is three and zero, and Lamar Jackson, who the Pats could have taken last year, they took Sony Michelle instead, who's the worst running back, worst starting running back in football right now. He's he's uh, two and one. So mm-hmm. all the possible Brady backups that we could have had the last few years are seven and two. So. And yet the wow. ageless Tom Brady perseveres. Uh, we have to talk about Antonio Brown just because if we don't, people are going to email us and go on our Twitter page, but you ducked the Antonio Brown thing. It's not a fun story. I stand by the fact that they got him. I don't think they knew that he had a civil civil trial for a sexual assault coming. I don't think they knew that he was going to harass somebody who accused him of stuff and try to intimidate them while he was a Patriots employee, which means he had to go. And he did. And I don't know whether it was worth the risk or not. I personally think, why not? It was pretty low risk. I don't think they knew some of the stuff that was coming. The guy clearly has some major issues and they cut bait and that's it. Let's move on. I, yeah. I don't remember you ever saying, oh, it's time to get rid of this guy in that 13 day stretch. That's the only thing I, I don't <laughs> what are you talking about? The, all that, all the tech stuff happened like Wednesday night. And then it was yeah, like, they got rid of him in 30 hours. That. Yeah, but am I supposed to use my Twitter that? feed? He's gotta go. Oh, I was I just assumed he was going at that point. That was insane. Who does that? No. He had to go. Well, they're not as dominant without him. I mean, they gave up points to the Jets yesterday. I will say. Does he get a well, Super Bowl th- ring? Let me ask you that. <laughs> nah, I would say no. The uh the not as dominant, first of all, I don't have they waved Gunner yet? Not yet. I'm our friend Hench is insane. Huge Pats fan. He's ready to actually drive to Foxborough to release Gunner himself. He was so fired up for the no touchdown streak. Right. And then Gunner just muffs Gunner, who was really, I was excited for him, but man, was he bad Duh, the last three games. He did nothing. And then fumbles a punt and the Jets end up scoring. And then they bring in the backup QB who throws a pick six. And well, I felt bad for Brady there. I don't feel bad for Brady a lot because there's really no reason to. But he finally gets a break. He's like, oh, I don't have to play fourth quarter in a 30-point right. game. This is nice. And Stidham comes in and throws that exactly motherfucker. <laughs> now I'm back in all these games. Great. Well, and they blew the cover. They were they were actually covering. It was 23 nothing. That's right. And uh, Or 30 nothing. What was it? 23 nothing. Yeah. And somehow didn't cover. But the Cowboys covered, right? Cowboys were the first team. Oh shit! I wrote this down, then I forgot. Since two thousand one, I think to cover as a twenty-plus point favorite. Um. Well, anyway, the Antonio Brown story. I w- it turned. It was a really fun, crazy, goofy story. The whole the way the Raiders things ended, the Pats stepping in, the Pats becoming America's favorite wrestling heel again, mm. and then it just got dark and awful. And that last week was about as unfun as a sports story could be. Mm, and and it's all right. Brady sent the parts on Instagram. That's fine. Yeah, he t- Brady cool. needs to calm down with some of that stuff. A couple other things I didn't like before we head to uh, guess the lines. Actually, let's take a break. Hey, Square, you know them. They make that little white reader that helps lots of businesses around your neighborhood take payments, like Alexis, who cuts my hair. She uh, she uses Square. Yeah, every time. It's super easy. Just put the card, go, you know, anyone who's seen it, it's like, wow, how is this that easy? Well, it's easy. Here's the thing a lot of people don't know. Square makes so much more than the card reader. They offer point of sale software to restaurants, retail businesses, and salons, invoices that can send right from your phone. I can attest that's true. Easy to build websites to help you sell online. Full service payroll. 
You know, running and growing a business takes a ton of work. While Square can't do all that work for you, it can help with a lot more than you think. Their payments are still the best in the business. No long-term contracts. You always get your money fast. See how Square can take your business from square one to whatever's next at square.com slash go slash BS. Kyle, you should just get a Square. I'll just tip you every time you have a good podcast. Done. I'll just run my card. Done. Downloading it Square.com slash go slash BS. A couple other things I, I haven't liked before we get to guest lines. Jared Goff, what do we make of him? His last four games dating back to uh, the Patriots Super Bowl when he was awful. I have not thought he looked great in these first three games, even though his receivers are really, really terrific and seem to be mm-hmm. open a lot. And uh, there was a couple times yesterday where they could have just put the Browns away, specifically when they're up four. They'd second and one, handoff stopped, third and one, rolls out. He's got 17 options, throws an incompletion. And then McVay, as always, you think of McVay as this like kick-ass, let's go for it guy. He's actually the opposite on these fourth and one, you know, third and short stuff. He always plays it safe. Then I'm kicking a field goal and then let the Browns almost come back and win. Um, But I, I haven't liked what I've seen from Goff at all. And I think giving him the extension was a mistake. Because I, I think if they hadn't given an extension, it would have been the opposite of what's happening with Dak. I feel like his price would be dropping. What do you think of Goff? Yeah, maybe. I just, I don't know if we give him a fair shake. Like, when when were the Rams the most intimidating to you? It was before their Super Bowl year. It was it was when Todd Gurley was good. I don't know what yeah. something's for sure wrong with him. What do you have, 43 yards? You know, he's only good for like 14 carries a game anyway right now. I can't believe the Rams did as well as they did without Cooper Cup. Like that guy is a he's a drive saber every single yeah. time he he gets going and uh he seems to be open and the only guy who wants to really go across the middle. But um yeah, I I sense I think like McVeigh is probably a little little down on uh Goff. How right did now. Goff how did Goff look on your iPhone as you attended the Emmys last night? What what could <laughs> you really watching. say? I, was, I I knew you were. What do you, what do you <clears> think I what, I knew you weren't going to watch the Emmys. I mean, the uh, the Rams game. Would, if I people- had reception, I was going to definitely uh, throw it on my sling player and um, try to drown out John Oliver's acceptance speech. Yes, <laughs> and that's what I did. So what can we do about this John Oliver thing? I'm not advocating kidnapping him, but but maybe think about it. I feel like he's been in the way for a while here. Yeah, every Emmys, I talk myself into our cousin actually getting like the one out of nowhere underdog win. Right. But now it's to the point, maybe we frame John Oliver for something. Couldn't you just send him heroin? Just get him like a pound of heroin, just send it to his house and call the police? Like, what What can we do? We could do all that. I don't know. Listen, you, you or you're an HBO guy. Get, get it done. Maybe convince him to take a year off to, to regroup mentally. Right. Like the, the, the power of just taking a year off, maybe doing some travel. Remembering why he likes doing the show so much? I don't know. John Stewart, after a while, just forfeit. He's like, don't don't nominate us anymore, right? What, that, wasn't that the case? He had won so many times. He's like, I don't want to. I just don't think he wanted to fly out to L.A. anymore. Yeah, that's <clears> what know? John Oliver should do. He should just say, yeah. I, don't, I don't want this anymore. Uh, that's it. A couple other things I didn't like. Marcus Mariota on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just not a starting quarterback. Is it more insulting to him or Trubisky when they get compared to each other? If you, oh, had, if you had to, if you were either guy, who would you be more, who should be more offended? 
I think Trubisky, because we've seen five years. This is year five, I think, right? Of Mariota and Winston. Like so, if I if I called Mariota Trubisky five zero, <laughs> would Trubisky be more offended or Mariota? He should punch you in the face. Yeah, he should give you a punch right right in the neck. Trubisky. Um, another thing I haven't liked. What is Melvin Gordon doing? Can you remember a dumber holdout than this? What, what, did he, does he think his price is being driven up as Austin Eckler or Justin Jackson basically put up the same stats that he would have put up? What is he doing? What's his he's goal? some really bad advice, right? Like these, <clears throat> this is what happens with these top tier. And then, and then you'll see like four, you know, but David Montgomery, you're going to see like guys like emerge and it's going to get worse and worse as you see like third round uh, draft picks at the running back slot put up good numbers. Yeah, I don't know what he's up to. Do you think his agent is just going to them like So yesterday they were they were only 14 for 64, 4 yards a carry. But Eckler had the huge fumble um in week 2 that that helped to cost them the game. So maybe that's mm. what his agent goes to. But man, I don't know who's trading for him and then paying for him. That's not happening. I I don't know what the only thing yeah, I was but How excited are you going to be like on Thursday when the Patriots signed him for like 90 bucks? Kyle, would you trade Sony for him? Yeah. I would trade Sony for anybody right now. I try to tell people last year I didn't think Sony was that good. And they say, like, oh, you don't understand me. It's like, all I know is he can't, they can't throw him the ball and he doesn't seem to make anybody miss. So I don't know what I'm missing. Oh, please. I like the guy, but man. See, it's like you're, 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 uh, you're, you're, you're criticizing a supermodel because she has a mole on her thigh. Well, he's a pretty big mole. Sure. It's like, oh, whatever. This team is fantastic. You're fine. All I know is my son is the starting running back on his flag football team and can (laughs) successfully catch a screen pass. And the guy (laughs) in New England Patriots can't. Um, Speaking of, wouldn't you have loved to say, I I bet you should put a a top 10 uh, list together or something. Like You would have loved to have been there by Coach Belichick's side when you heard that James White was skipping a game because to uh, to bear witness to his child's birth, right? Yeah, because this has happened twice now with the Patriots. You're right. I the look on there should be a hidden camera on Belichick as his players right. are telling him they would like to be in the in the labor and delivery room. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, okay, too, please. That's good, James. Good luck. You'll you'll never play again. You'll never <laughs> play again for me. But enjoy it. I hope the kid is healthy. Yeah, you're gonna be returning punts next week. Hope the, you're happy. The cross them off list for after three weeks. We crossed off the Dolphins after week one. We crossed off the Jets last week. Redskins a cross off if they lose tonight? Uh, they lose tonight and then they go to the Giants next week. I'll, I'll, I'll wait on them one more week, I think. So we have nobody to cross off this week? Well, I was going to say this. There are seven winless teams. Do any of them have a who, – who has the most legitimate shot? I guess it would have to be Arizona to make the playoffs. Jets, Miami, no, Cincy, I, Pittsburgh, Denver, Washington, Arizona. I think it's an – I think we have to go AFC for this because the NFC is too deep. Right. So I so would say – I was asking you uh, who are you most proud of, your prediction. Yours was the Colts. Mine is the Packers. I, I actually think they're good. I really do. Like I did too. Rodgers is – doing things first of all he's scoring in the first quarter like this is they did it against the vikings yeah and he did it uh yesterday and i don't care if it's marcus scantling or whoever it is like that was the packers problem offensively you could say what you want about lafleur but they're kind of scoring early and setting the uh tone but they've gone against three really solid defenses i think the bears the broncos and the vikings so i'm proud of that the one i'm least proud of the broncos 
0-3. I had them as the second wild card in the uh, in the AFC. Just terrible. I, I, you're right. I have to be done with Flacco. Got to be done with it. We berated you last week, House and I, when House was on for Guess the Lions last week. We berated you to give up the Broncos. I we, went back was, one more week. It was a full berating. You yep. could have joined me on my tease. I know. I know. Million dollar picks. I hit I hit the three big ones again this week. You did hit all three? I had the Colts, the Rams, and I had the Packers uh, Chiefs tease. The only one I lost was freaking Veep. I thought the Emmys was going to reward the... Uh, the queen on our last season. And instead they, they did the, the fleabag thing. So unpredictable, right? Yeah. You would think Julie Louis Dreyfus, you would think veep so much, you know, everybody loved those shows. And now fleabag, everyone's like, Hey, is that worth watching? I was like, yeah, I, I can't imagine how many people are going to watch fleabag this week. I mean, not because I told them to, but right. Like I'd love to see the spike in, in views. I mean, you, you and I liked it a lot. Fleabag is, is great. 20, 25 minutes each is 12 episodes over the two seasons. You can you, knock it out in two nights. Your flea bag's great. At some point, we have to talk about just that when we're voting for these awards, when you have six episodes that are 25 minutes each, whether that mm -hmm. should be able to dominate all these other things. I love Fleabag. I thought it was my favorite show this year, other than maybe Succession. Um, mm -hmm. But it just seems like... John Oliver, same thing. He's doing what, 38 sh half-hour shows a year competing yeah. against Colbert and Fallon and Jimmy who are doing 200 shows a year? Right, yeah. 220? But it, it's the same thing when we they talk about the dramas where you have a seven episodes of a show versus 22 on a network show. It just seems like they should have more categories. Um, hey, let's do Guess the Lines. All right, let's do So it. we have two bye week teams this week, Sal. The 49ers. What, the the Jets, what did the Jets do to deserve a bye? Like 0 and 3. They played one home game. At, oh, they played two home games. I got you guys take the week off. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes is uh taking all their shine. Great quote from Adam Gase. He was asked about his offensive game plan. He said he thought it was fine if the Jets had executed some stuff. <laughs> what a dick. He's not wrong. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> It's like we we people think Belichick is a dick, but Adam Gase is the real dick. He's done this over and over again. Coaches, it couldn't hurt at this point. So Thursday night, fascinating Thursday night game. You have the Packers at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. Alshon Jeffrey sat out on Sunday, and I think they really miss him. I know my fantasy team misses him. He's going to actually play on Thursday. I think he took off Sunday, hoping they would pull it out, and then he could play on Thursday, and that didn't work. And this is a borderline must win for Philly because yeah, you go one and three in the NFC where it's going to take at least 10 wins to make the playoffs. The other thing is their next five weeks, they have three road games against currently undefeated teams, Green Bay, Dallas, and Buffalo. So mm -hmm. I, I hate calling a random Thursday night road game in week four a must win, but Sal, must win, right? Yeah, well, they'll, they'll have to beat Dallas, I think. that That's the, the big game. Have to win one of those. You don't want to fall one and three. I don't know if this factors into the line, but I'll, I will be there. I'll be on the pregame show. Um, this is where Fox's coverage starts. So. Oh, yeah, you're doing it. What's a plug for the cuz? Green Bay Tuesday. I got one of those things where I'm flying out like 4 p.m. and get to Green Bay at 2 in the morning because there's no uh, there's no direct flight. But um, yeah. Green, Lamb, have you been to Lambo? I've never been. You have? 
Yeah, I went, uh, I wrote about it. It's 2006. If you Google it out there, people who remember when I used to write, I went to Lambeau in 06. We stayed in Milwaukee. We drove three hours. We got lost right when we were near Lambeau. And we asked somebody and they were like, see that Kmart? Take a right. It's right there. It's out of control. Mm-hmm. Lambeau's the greatest. You'll love it. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm doing, I don't, I, I wasn't sure if I want to announce this, but as part of my pregame comedy bit, I'm going to attempt the Lambeau leap. Oh, wow. And, uh, I got all excited about it. I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. I've been watching a lot of film. And then I saw Greg Jennings, who's in at Fox Sports a lot. He's like, you're not going to be able to do that. It's like that wall's six feet tall. It's like there's a part of the wall in the north end zone that's a little shorter, but there's no way you could do The only way you could do it is if you score a touchdown and you have adrenaline. He's like, we used to walk by the wall all the time and say, ah, we can't get over this thing. But uh, I'm going to try it. I'm not leaving Lambeau until I, until I succeed. What kind of shape are you in right now? Oh my God, I'm really good shape. <laughs> I only had like uh, 17 miniature um, hot dogs in a blanket yesterday. <laughs> uh, I have the Packers laying five and a half to the Eagles. All right, you went a little heavy. I went a little light. I said minus four. It's four and a half. They put it in the Vegas zone, Bill. So I get that one. Man, that seems low to me. I, I I think the Eagles are going to have trouble moving the ball in this game. I have not been impressed by the people that they were kind of counting on if some people got hurt. Like, Miles Sanders hasn't looked that good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the receivers, I don't know. I, I, I think this is a dangerous game for them because the Packers have a good defense, and if they get the lead, uh, we, we should talk That's about this thing, later. That's the thing, right? The new Packers have a lead, and then— They take care of it. They take care of it. And the Eagles— I thought the Eagles would come back. Didn't you think, like, oh, this is kind of what they did to the Redskins. They fell behind. Yeah. Um, and they'll do the same thing to the Lions. But, yeah, they don't really have the playmakers out there right now. I would say the best defenses are the Pats, the Packers, Buffalo would be my top three right now yeah, from what I've seen. Look. That's good, though. Sunday, our marquee game, Chicago at home. Going against Kirk Cousin, you like that, and the Vikings. So the Vikings, if they have the lead, they're really tough to play. Mm-hmm. If you can get a lead on them and get Kirk involved, they're actually pretty easy to play. The catch here will be, so we we don't know what's going to happen with Trubisky tonight. I assume he's going to do okay. I don't love it. I certainly wouldn't bet on it, but what a Trubisky spot. This, this is one where he has to play well. And if he doesn't play well, they're going to have to figure out what to do. Because I, I think that, def- oh, we I left them out. They're, they're one of the best four defenses. Chicago has to be in that mix too. Right. So if he doesn't play well in this game, I think they really have to think about what they're going to do. Because there's guys they could trade for. What do you mean what they're going to do? He's their guy. They have to stay with him. I don't know. I, you look at Mariota year five in Tennessee and it's like, we kind of knew two years ago with Mariota and they, and they've just kind of doubled down and tripled down on him, And now they're completely screwed. I, I just yeah, think I Trubisky, Mariota got a, he and Winston will probably play another uh, eight years in this league. God, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think they panic with the Vegas is panicking a little though. I'll say that. What did you have for this? I have a uh, bears by two and a half. You nailed it. I I said the full three, and full three would have made sense in the beginning of the year. The Bears were expected to win this division, but they they've 
adjusted Vegas. They're like, nope, this is a second tier NFC North team, not even giving them the full three points. I guess it's short week. Uh, doesn't help, but you win. I think, I think that's Trubisky related entirely. Hmm. Cause I would love the bears in this game. If their quarterback was even decent, just like, give me decent. Their defense can win. They'll get the lead. The game's over, but I don't trust them at all. And I think, ugh. I, I, I just don't see it with Trubisky. I said it last week. I don't see it. I really don't. I don't think he has it. Um, yeah, maybe. I, I just, just thought this would be one of those lost, long, uh, low-scoring games. I don't know. Like, Cousins, you look at his numbers. Like, is this the perfect game for the Vikings? He throws 21 passes, completes 15 for under 174. There's a, a touchdown. 175 is a touchdown. But Cook is awesome. He just goes crazy. Cook's really good. Their running and backs are excellent. A, a big catcher, too. It's funny, though, that Diggs has kind of disappeared. It's basically Thielen. Yeah, not kind of. Yeah. Um, you get like one touchdown called back or something, and then he's nothing the rest of the way. Let's, uh, we'll do the rest of the slate in a second. We're going to take a break. Let's talk about JustWorks. Makes it easier to start, run, and grow a business. With JustWorks, entrepreneurs and their teams get access to high-quality, affordable benefits, automated payroll, compliance support, and HR tools, all in one simple and intuitive platform. That makes work easier and more fun to navigate. How's that for innovation? With JustWorks, you get fast and easy online benefits, enrollment, seamless onboarding for new hires, and centralized PTO management. Should you or your team ever have any questions about your benefits or payroll, you can just call JustWorks anytime, anytime, 11 p.m. on Sunday, New Year's Eve, whatever. Their round-the-clock support team is standing by so you can run your business with confidence. Try JustWorks for yourself for a limited time. You can get two free months. When you go to justworks.com slash Bill Simmons, my name, justworks.com slash Bill Simmons. Oh, and since we're here, forgot our NBA preview starts today on The Ringer. So uh, check that out, including Tyler Parker, a wonderful writer. He's going to preview all 30 NBA teams. And I can't wait. I haven't been excited this excited for an NBA preview gimmick in a long time. So check that out on TheRinger.com. Okay, The Watchables. At four watchables this week, Sal. The first one, I, I, it really wanted to be in the Sunday marquee game, but I just don't think I trust Josh Allen yet. The Patriots are playing in Buffalo. We're to find out a lot about this Buffalo team. I will tell you this: the crowd's going to be incredible. I look forward to seeing all the videos before the game of of Bills fans jumping off trailers into into tables and mm-hmm. doing all the things that they do. The atmosphere will be awesome. And I still think the Patriots should be favored by seven and a half. You nailed it. You nailed it exactly. I looked at this Patriots team. I said, I don't care about those two dumb touchdowns the Jets scored. They're still double-digit favorite over everyone. Um, I thought it was nine, nine and a half right in there. But you got it. It is seven and a half. And you love this as a teaser game. Absolutely. Now, that I have some concerns with this game. Go ahead. Julian Edelman left that Jets game and his shoulder chest thing, something seemed off. They said he was out for the rest of the game with a chest thing. We mm-hmm. Right now it is 9 o'clock Pacific time AM, so I have not heard the Edelman update yet, but Kyle and I are concerned, right? Not good. That, did not, not good that did not look like uh, Edelman just being healthy this week. And if they don't have him, they're in a lot of trouble with – third and seven, third and eight type of situations. Cause he's, 
it's him and Dorsett because they don't really have the tight end situation at all anymore. I guess James White they could throw out of the backfield, but well, who um, knows? Maybe that labor will go go on for a week. I don't. Did he have the kid yet? Oh my god! <laughs> I think he had it. Hopefully, he's coming back. All right. Josh back. Gordon's hurt. He uh, he did not look very flash like. He made one good play, but he's got some hand injury. And I think it's going to be a little tough for them to throw the ball in this game, would be my guess. And the Bills, they they have a cornerback. That guy, White, is out of control. I mean, he might be the best corner. Him and Gilmore, there's really good corner, but there's been some really good uh, elite cornerbacking this year, and those two have been way up there. But this is a nice spot for the Bills. My question for them is, the Pats' defense is so good, how are they going to move the ball? So this feels like... What's the what's the over under in this game? This feels uh, like a classic under. Let me see here. Which, as you know, I'm never right on unders. <laughs> but wait, I'll find it. Hold on. Over under. Well, what do you think it is? I would have said 40. 43 and a half. That's what it is. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I would have said 40. Well, here's what's going to be. This is what here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for Patriots odds to win the um East, and if they were somehow to blow this game, I think they're like minus four thousand right now. But if they were to blow this, what is what's the most it could come down to with the Bills being in first place? Oh, oh. probably like four to one, something like that. Minus oh, four hundred. Really? Still yeah. that low, huh? Yeah. Oh, if that's it. We're we're emptying our bank accounts. We got to do that. I would love to do that. Okay, good. Let's all root for the Bills. Then. Another watchables. This is another one. I, I like that two of our uh, undefeated rabbit teams both have big home games against good teams. The Lions are home against the Chiefs of Kansas City. Yeah, six undefeated teams, four are playing each other. This is a fun one. Great. I call. I texted you yesterday, and I said, Mahomes' touchdown over-under is only two and a half. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. And you said... You you texted me back a tweet of the rain, and you said <laughs> it was soaked. The, the field looked that nobody wanted to walk on it. I think you said this to me two weeks ago. Just bet Mahomes every single every single game for the over for touchdowns, and what could go wrong? He's going to go like thirteen of sixteen games. He'll throw at least three touchdowns. So we let another yeah, one go the yesterday. Only one that I would go consistently over two and a half because they have these over under totals. But but in my defense, I know I talked you out of that. That was bad. But I also texted you in house when the Ravens were up six nothing. I said the Chiefs are minus one twenty right now. Yeah. No one did anything. Well I already had money on them. That's right. Yeah. Um minus one twenty with that team at home is crazy. I have the Chiefs laying four and a half points in Detroit. Well, you went low. I said seven. It is actually seven right now. Woo! No believers in Maddie Patricia. The pencil. <laughs> All right, now, you want to talk teasers. Can we throw that one in the teaser? Uh, that teaser one basket? That would, would have to be in a teaser. But... Teaser basket. We, we sh- I, don't, I, don't know what, I don't know how we lose that. I just... Uh... I, I, the Chiefs just roll, but they don't have more than a bad quarter. And then, you know, they more than make up for it the rest of the way. McCall Hardman, it doesn't really it doesn't matter who's flying. We we did the whole uh, over text. Are we sure Tyreek Hill is good thing? Well, I, te- sure. I texted you. I was waiting for one more bad Hardman week, and then I was going to try to trade for him from you because mm-hmm. that guy's like one of the fastest wide receivers I've ever seen in my life. And then, of course, yeah. he had the 83-yarder. So you're not trading him, I'm guessing. So good. You have to start all those guys, right? Robinson, yeah. it was big, big, uh, big controversy in our league this year, this week. 
I I think that might be the best team. It, Better than your team? I think they win any shootout. It's too easy for them to score. Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Great Brady's the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. Mahomes is the best. I can't believe the plays he makes during these games. I've never seen Brady's anything like great, it. What the? Uh, what's the difference? I don't see the. Oh, Brady! Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. But Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Accomplishment wise, Brady is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I He's don't know. Just unbelievable. How much different is it than last year? The Patriots outslugged them. Are you just like the loss of Gronk and never? You're counting that. Well, we lose the game if D Ford's a step, a step yeah. backwards. Well, I, but I just think you'll be home this year for it. Will we though? We'll see. I don't know. The we'll thing see. with the, beat, honestly, if you beat the Bills this week, it really is looking like you're, you're gonna have home field throughout. Well, that would really help. The yeah. thing with KC is, you know, Lashawn McCoy, who was pretty forgettable the last couple of years, mm-hmm. but you put him on a team where everybody's spread out, and you have to worry about all these receivers <laughs> in a fifty-yard radius, basically, because Mahomes can throw the ball anywhere, and suddenly mm-hmm. Lashawn McCoy looks good again. You know, he was limping in the tunnel before the game. Yeah, it's like they, they weren't even sure if he was going to play, and he, he ends up being a, a fantasy delight. He's still a little shifty. I I think that team is lights out. I really think that team is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. The one the one catch with them is they can't stop the run again, which right. Baltimore just could not figure out how to exploit correctly. But um, you know, they fell behind. They couldn't really do the th- the control the ball thing like they wanted to. Well, that's exactly right. They do it right, the Chiefs. They they step on your throat so it's 21-6 or whatever. And then, yeah, you'll, you'll be able to run against us, but there's not enough time to just keep running against us. Yeah. I'm teasing the Chiefs. Put that in the teaser basket. Our, right. our ringer social team, Pat, Logan, all those guys, we should just create a little teaser basket graphic and just – our heads on these weird little small bodies, just us throwing teams in a little basket. Teaser like basket. An Easter basket, but yeah. a te- like a teaser basket. It's a nice yeah. little happy okay. basket. We're just throwing teams in there. Chiefs minus seven. That's in there. Another one. Ravens at yeah, home looking at this too. Yep. against the Browns. The Browns have a really brutal stretch coming up. They're one and two, and they have uh, Baltimore, San Francisco, Seattle, New England as their next four. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what did we decide Freddie Kitchens' nickname was going to be? I, I like Fraudy Kitchens. Fraudy Kitchens? He's a fraud. He really is. Uh, uh, is he better than Hugh Jackson? And we had Hugh Jackson on last week on Lock It In. I asked him how much he roots against the Browns scale of one to 10. He diplomatically said one, but he's got to be love, loving this, right? I was going to say, I think you should just book Freddie for Lock It In for like September 10th, 2020. <laughs> just get, book him now. Get his hotel room already, his plane ticket, because he's going to be there. The poor Browns fans, how do they end up with this? The, the worst possible coach all the time. Like Greg Williams is probably the best coach they've had this decade and he's terrible. Yeah, right. Oh my God. I well, have a- The smart ones probably didn't get overly excited, but like like Vegas did, making them the AFC North uh, winning or favorite to win. Well, we've had a very good year. I really hope people appreciate the performance that we've had the last five weeks. And one of the things yeah. we warned people was do not trust this Browns team. I'm throwing the Ravens in the teaser basket already. I'm guessing uh, Ravens by six and a half. All right. Here's what gets me a little nervous. I had them by seven. I said they're a full touchdown favorite, better than this team, especially at home. It's five and a half. Why should this be five and a half? You you, you win this game, but why is it five and a half? 
the the Ravens defense. Are we sure it's good? That would be the only thing I could think of. I don't know. I guess. I guess that's it. But player for player, I don't know. I I just don't think we're going to see the Odell that we saw it against the Jets Monday night. But those seventy yard sprints to the end zone are going to be few and far between. I I just have a weird feeling. I see it a lot. Warren Sharp, who's a good Twitter follow, Mm. he had a. he had screenshots of the four formations the Browns ran when they were like on the 11 yard line trying to tie the game late last night. Yeah. It's brutal. It's just just like, what is that team doing? I don't see it getting better. I, they're just not equipped intellectually to beat a team like the Ravens in Baltimore, in my opinion. The only thing I'll say is, and it's nice when we can key in on a game, like we had the Rams yesterday. Because McVeigh's better than Kitchens. Like that's it. You could you could really right. stop analyzing. Rest your brain right there. That that's gonna take over at some point during the game. It's gonna be a big difference. Uh I'm not sure Harbaugh is by the way, not a great week for the Harbaugh brothers in, in general. I mean, right. Honestly, you might you might have Jake and Logan Paul in their coaching teams it might be a better deal, but th- that it's only a slight uh, advantage right now, I think, coaching wise. Well, Harbaugh, the Baltimore Harbaugh did a did the thing where he went for the two point, they didn't get it. They went for the two point again, they didn't get it. And they're down yeah. five instead of again, down three. Here's an idea. How about kicking the extra point? Right. That would have helped. Maybe you're not, but being down three is better than being down five. I don't know. Well, the kicker's not that good. Yeah. You can't trust that. Uh, one of the can't trust four best kickers ever. Yeah. I'm throwing the Ravens in the teaser basket. All right. I, I, I am too, but I don't love that five and a half. I don't know why I'm freaked out by it. Rams, Bucks in LA. Um, this line's going to be high and it concerns me a little bit only because of the Rams, uh, the Bucks' garbage time potential. I have the Rams by nine and a half. Yeah, you nailed it, which uh, leads me to believe you're cheating a little bit. I had eight and a half. It is nine and a half. Exactly. This would have been a lot more fun if the the Tampa Bay was two and one. Yeah. Just had a decent kicker. Two and one versus three. No, we could have convinced ourselves that this was going to be a close game. This is a little flashbacks to the 1980 NFC title game. 1980. Oh yeah, right, right. Vince uh, Ferragamo okay. against Doug Williams. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, God, that was 40 years ago. I can barely remember it, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, it was it was an AFC? It was an NFC championship too, wasn't it? Yeah. And, uh, wait, what year did you say? I'm gonna say 1980 or 1979. Yeah, but there was also the the greatest show on turf year. This was the remember? Didn't, oh yeah, was, they, then they ran it back. Yeah, every 20 years. And there was this. Uh, was the impetus of replay challenge or something? What was it? Emmanuel? Who, who was the reception? Oh, yeah, Bird Emmanuel. Yeah. Man, thank yeah. God for that because if we didn't have that, we never would have had replay challenge. <laughs> the slowest, yeah, it's getting the good. slowest four minutes of everybody's life. I am amazed yeah. though, the coaches continue to not challenge the pass interferences on the right times. Well, I don't know what's the right time. Has anything been overturned really? There's been some times when it seems like if they had thrown it, it would have been overturned, and then they'll throw it when it has no chance of being overturned. They haven't figured yeah, it out right. yet. They need to yeah. crunch the data more. Um, the barely watchables. We have four games for this. First one, Atlanta at home against Trubisky 5-0 and the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> and uh, and I'm throwing this in the teaser basket, Sal. I, I don't want to say that I truly believe in this Falcons team because we all know how that goes and we all know Matt Ryan should never be trusted under any circumstances. But from what I've seen and I've watched every minute of all three weeks of football, 
the Falcons are much better than the Titans and should be able to move the ball and score more points and win the game. I have the Falcons by six. I'm putting in the teaser basket. Another scary line. We both had six, so we'll tie. Vegas started at five, and it, for some reason, has gone down to four and a half. Yeah, because I think they still think Tennessee's decent, and they're not. They're not decent. Ten days to to prepare. No, Tennessee's not good. Cross them off. I hate the Falcons as a favorite. Uh, Like, good teams as a favorite. Who do you trust the least? Like, the Chargers, the Falcons. These teams all kind of fall in the same. You you had the three before. Who, Who did you have? Which three? It was in your 14 oh, the, to 16. The enigmatic range. enigma, Seattle, the Chargers, and the Falcons. Yeah, all those. You can throw the the Texans in there, too, as a four-point favorite at home or four or five. You're like, ah, I know they're going to win, but I don't want to sit through that last quarter of misery. Well, I have the Texans as a different team this year. They're the every game they play is going to be fun team. Yeah, they just probably. can't help it. They If they're behind, they're going to come back. If they have the lead, they're going to blow it. They're just, every game is fun with them. I, I support the Texans. Deshaun is really, I hope he can stay healthy. He's really, I he I don't know. Do they have the, in the next gen stats? Yeah. I'd love to know who's been hit the most. I'm sure they have that, but he's got to be up there. Right. Well, yeah, well, I don't. He threw that terrible pass, but aside from that, I'm with you. I hope and pray that line gets to three and a half. Falcons by three and a half, I would have to bet it. And and then I could just scream about how much I hate the Falcons when they Such somehow blow Such a scary it. team. You know, the one thing with them is their running backs are bad. And then Judge Ito got hurt yesterday. But yeah, Ito's uh, hurt. Keanu Neal is out. I think yeah, he has Keanu like Neal's a, out. Achilles, that's going to be bad for him. Like second uh, season ending oh, that injury one, for him. I'm glad you brought that up. That was the dumbest play of the day yesterday. He, he tore his Achilles... Mm-hmm. fell down non-contact and was so upset. He took his helmet off and he threw it. They call him for a 15 yard penalty. Oh, right. Yeah. He's like, my fucking foot is dangling off my leg. I'm mad about yeah. it. They mm-hmm. don't pick up the flag. They're like, fuck you. 15 yards. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. If you swear as they're stretching you off, you can get a, yeah. you have to make sure you're at home. They should make it. They should make a rule that if you can show the ref, your foot dangling off your leg, maybe pick up the flag. Right. And an immediate x-ray or something. Yeah. Uh oh. Kyle, get the teaser basket ready. Got it. We have another one coming. We're going to Indianapolis. Oh, I know you love this. They're hosting the Raiders. Can we really bet on Indianapolis four weeks in a row on million dollar picks? Which is I'm up one point two six million dollars in million dollar picks, though. I can't even tell if that's a lot of money or anything, a million-dollar pick. What does that mean? I bet a million dollars every week. I'm up $1.26 million. All right. <laughs> you were up one unit? I won $800,000 last week. Um, nice. The Colts I have laying six and a half to the Raiders. Now, you're going to edge me out here. I said six, and it is seven. And mm. Well, I guess so if you if you like the Colts here, and I do as well. But we're crossing off the Raiders after this week then, right? We are. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you a couple of red flags for the Colts. Mm-hmm. Ty Hilton limped off. We have no idea if he's coming back, and they barely held on in that uh, in the game against the Falcons yesterday. And it's just a bunch of first and second year receivers and the tight ends, and that's it. Marlon Mack, who is playing hurt, who is actually really good in the second half, but they don't have that one guy. That that he can go to on third and eight other than the tight ends, and they really need T.Y. Hilton because he right. he opens up so many things for them. 
And once he left the game, it felt different. And that would be my fear with this. But I just say the Raiders, so they had one good game and two bad games. They kind of are who we thought they were. Remember, we thought they were going to go under six games. I, I still feel pretty good about that one. But yeah, the, I don't know. This is a stay away from me. I don't know. I think we the Colts win the coaching matchup. I like Reich over Gruden right here. West Coast coming east-ish, not great probably for the Raiders. I'd love to see a stat on that so far, how that's worked out this this year, playing the early game for a West Coast team. But uh, I think it comes down to a Vinatieri field goal and if he's feeling it or not. He was good. Uh, he was good yesterday. They The Colts have been undervalued for three straight weeks, and this is the first week where you're not getting any value with them. Right. So that's that might be a stay away. Uh, next game, Houston at home against the Panthers. Not throwing this game in the teaser basket because I don't trust Houston, as we discussed before. Cam's backup was good. And there's... And I wish I had thought of this. I, I didn't bet on that Panthers game, but um, in our ZFL, the picks pool, I picked the Cardinals. And I never did the whole thought process of Cam's terrible. I think he's terrible. I think he's been playing hurt for two years. Anybody who comes in who's decent is going to be better than him. This guy was actually better than decent and really gave them some life. Now they're playing Arizona and Cliff Kingsbury. So who knows? But um, I think they're a little frisky as, as a road dog. I have Houston giving seven and a half at home. Well, you went high. I went a little lower, but still high. I said six. It's four and a half, right? In the Vegas zone and started at four. It only went up to four and a half. That's a mistake. I don't love this. I'll tell you what else I didn't love. I didn't love being frisked by 400 um, ME security people. I was like, oh, this is crazy. I have to get through all these little um, checkpoints. I was like, there's some quarterbacks I really want to watch for those 4 p.m. games. Danny Dimes, Kyle Allen, Mason Rudolph, Kyla Murray, Teddy Two Gloves. And yeah. That was before the Texans Chargers. That was happening. I was like, there were so many good quarterbacks to watch in that late afternoon game. And I think, I think you're right with this Kyle Allen. Who, who goes out there and throws for four touchdowns? And they were invigorated by him, which was the bigger thing. Mm-hmm. They the the whole team really responded to him, which, you know, Mason Rudolph, who I had 10 to 1 parlays that me and House did with the Steelers. Yeah. Parlaying them with the Lions who won the Saints who won, and the Bengals who won. So we're going to win two out of three, 10 to one odds. All the Steelers had to do was take care of business. The Niners are begging them to take the game. And Mason Rudolph for two and a half quarters was as bad as you can be. Then he finally started to kind of settle down. I'm still not sure. I don't know if it was nerves for him or what. I need to see him again. I wasn't that impressed, though, I got to say. He didn't really settle down. He ended up 14 for 27. Juju Smith-Schuster broke two crazy tackles to yep. score on that long one. The other pass um, was good. The other touchdown pass was nice. He looked off. He looked to the, the right side, came good, back. They, they, I don't know, 49ers turned the ball over five times, like four times. It was middle of the second quarter. They had four turnovers, and they were it was still bad. in it. It was a bad loss. Um, so that line seems too low to me, and I don't know why – Houston's well, D I'm is still to wonder, frisky. A team like Cleveland can only get so many points because Odell has a, a chance to break a 70-yarder. A team like the Panthers on the road can only get so many points because Christian McCaffrey, I mean, he's unbelievable. He had a chance to – he had to decide, oh, should I dis- should I stiff-arm this guy? Or, I oh, know, why Why would I bother? I could I could outrun him in a race. That's it. Like, right. He's unbelievable. He can go for 200, you know, 10 games this year. So. Well, with the Panthers, 
what's different about them this year than in years past is they really have weapons now. Because mm-hmm. McCaffrey is a top five running back, obviously. Olsen still is Olsen. He's tail end of his yeah. career, but he can still get open. And then I really like their two receivers. I like more. And then Samuel, they have this new, I was telling Kyle yesterday about these next-gen stats, these air yards that they keep track of now, where it's like they just measure how many yards somebody was open during the course of a game. And that guy's blazing fast, and he's open a lot. Last week, he led the league in air yards. This week, he had a better game fantasy-wise. But I really like their weapons. And it's just like if you give them a decent quarterback, they might actually be pretty good. I wouldn't rule that team out. Because I think Cam was the the reason that they didn't win that Tampa game in week two. I'm with you. I think Kyle Allen recognizes the, these air yards better than Cam Newton. And yeah. I mean, he might have a good career in the XFL. He's got the flashy hats and everything. Like Think of, think of how the XFL will dress him at in the <laughs> post-game uh, press conferences. So it'll look like, uh, it'll be like the new day, right? Very just colorful, the flashy the, outfits. Uh, it'll be fun. This is a stay away. Stay away from this yeah. game, America. Next game, another stay away. Arizona's home against a Seattle team that has a maybe concussed Pete Carroll. And I don't know what's going on. Russell Wilson is putting up huge fantasy points all of a sudden. Chris Carson's fumbling every game. Their mm-hmm. defense isn't as good as we thought it was going to be. It might just be an 8-8 eight eight Seahawks team, which is a bummer because I have a lot of Seahawks fans in my life. And it's more fun when the Seahawks are fun. I have the Seahawks minus three in Arizona. You you had three. I had three. Vegas has four. They're going a little higher. They don't trust Kyler Murray as much. They think Pete Carroll, who took the Marsha Brady football to the face, is uh is going to rebound here. But honestly, I don't like I don't like their play calling at all on offense. No, Russ I don't doesn't either. take it. Why, why not on third and one? That should be his his number. He should call his number like three out of five times on third and one. They get stuck. Fourth and one's a disaster for them all the time. And I think I don't, know, I don't think they have enough firepower to put up like thirty five points a game. I would like to throw this game in the parlay bucket because here's the thing with Arizona. They're terrible, but they've been able to throw us off the scent because in that Detroit game week one, they came back from 18 late garbage time. Um, The week two Baltimore, they were down, came back, made it interesting. Yesterday, just get killed by Carolina. They've been down by, by severe double figures in all three games. Mm-hmm. And now we have three weeks of tape on them. And I, I I just don't think they're that good. And this this is the game where they get killed and people are like, oh, so they're one of the four worst teams. I don't think people think that yet. I wish I had odds for this, but I think it's too – I don't think they have – I'm looking it up now. I don't see it. Is Who do you pick for uh, rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year? You go Danny Dimes or you go Kyler Murray? You Dime. get much better odds for Danny Dimes for Dime. obvious reasons. Dimes would be so much fun. Yeah. Is that those are our two best options? There's been some good receivers. Yeah, the receivers never win it though. I, I gotta know, say, Brown's fun. I didn't think Metcalf was. I thought he was going to be a bust. That guy's exciting. He makes he makes he's fast and he makes plays in traffic. I like that guy. Yeah, he's like I was the fastest guy in the freaking country, and I was like the sixth uh, drafted receiver. I'm gonna I'm gonna show everyone. They screwed up here. We should bet on dimes just so we can complain about him when he throws five picks next week. All right. I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna figure that out. Last uh, barely watchables. Denver, your team, your Broncos. <laughs> you were you and John Elway were the last two people who believed in Joe Flacco. I'm gonna take them again here. I know I am. Your Broncos going against G Minshew in Denver. 
and the Jags, who I thought looked fantastic last week. And Jalen Ramsey is now doing this thing where he's calling in sick, trying to get traded. Keep Jalen Ramsey. That guy's still really good. I think the Jags should should just ride this Minshew thing for a couple weeks and see what happens. The guy I would trade is Fournette. He just should be on like the Redskins rushing 30 yards a game for three yards a carry. They need they need a running back who can be a little more wide open, play at catch play action screens, all that stuff. I have uh the Broncos by three. Fournette's body language is so bad too. So bad. It's the wrong <laughs> offense. 15 carries in, you know, he's uh, he broke one to have respectable numbers, but uh, you had three, I had three, Vegas has three, so they're not taking any chances with this. All right, let's take one more break. One more break to talk about Squarespace, our old friend, an original BS podcast sponsor going back to 2015. They make it easier than ever to launch a passion project, whether you're looking to start a new business, showcase your work, publish content, sell products, and more. Squarespace is the tool for you. Beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks. You can make a beautiful website yourself. Kyle, you should do this. I'll do it. You should put your music on this. Okay. Kyle's like secret music guy. Yeah, let's do it. Kyle told me the other day he was up till 6 a.m. in the morning making music. He's got this whole secret life. Well, go on Squarespace. Their powerful e-commerce functionality lets you sell anything online. Analytics help you grow your site in real time. Everything optimized for mobile right out of the box. Nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Buying domains is simple. You'll get the help you need with Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support. They empower millions of people from designers to lawyers, artists to gamers, even restaurants and gyms to turn great ideas into something real. So easy. Go to squarespace.com slash BS for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code BS to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain, squarespace.com slash BS, offer code BS. All right, we got four games left, including two games in Kendall's poop bed. Uh-oh, <laughs> clean the sheets. Chargers in Miami. Miami just on an epic run of, of being massive underdogs against whoever they play. I have the Chargers by 14. You're going to get this. You're going to be off almost a field goal and get this. I don't know why I went 12. That's stupid. I do this for a living. I should get, I should be much closer. 16 and a half, Bill. Start at 16 and 16. Jesus. That's horrible. So I think, I think the thinking now is we, we started 14 with the Dolphins. Don't care where they're playing. As long as they're playing an established quarterback, this is a two touchdown spread. And then we work from there. Chargers have Miami, Denver, and Pittsburgh for their next three. So they could easily be four and two by week six. Kyle and I were driving home yesterday and we were listening to some radio show. What was that? The NFL? It was was the NFL Network. No, it was the NFL. And they were talking about Eli and Phil Rivers. And one of the guys goes, who would you rather have if you were a fan for their careers? Would you rather have Eli or Phil Rivers, which one would you have rather had? And one of the guys goes, well, Eli won two Super Bowls, so I'd rather have that. Mm-hmm. And then the conversation just kind of ended. I thought it was fascinating. So <laughs> It's a great breakdown. It's like, would you rather have Phil Rivers or two Super Bowls? <laughs> I loved it. Uh, two Super right. Bowls, right? Yeah, I'd rather, <laughs> I personally would rather have the two Super Bowls. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Giants Cher are- or Tom Cruise. <laughs> we did this. Another poop bed game. 
Man, this might not be a poop bed game because of Danny Dimes, but I'm putting it in here anyway because it's it's a one and two team against an 0 and three team. The Giants are home against the Redskins. I have the Giants by two and a half. I think we split this because I yeah I had three and a half and it's it's right on three before having seen um, the Redskins play. No Saquon Barkley, no receivers anyone's ever heard of, and just Evan Ingram being triple teamed, and yet I believe in Danny Dimes. <laughs> All right, Sunday night. Sunday night. Saints at home against your Dallas Cowboys. Whew. I have Saints by one and a half. I do not believe in Teddy Bridgewater. You know, you did a good job here of not, this might be the first week you didn't screw up one team being home thinking that they were on the road. And then I looked at this line. I was like, what the, what did he do here? You have the Saints favored by one and a half. I had the Cowboys favored by three and a half. Cowboys are favored by three. Wow. Yeah. I was off by four points, four and a half well, points. You hated the Saints offense yesterday. They don't, they don't win probably if not for those um, defensive plays, not that defensive plays and, you know, ball hawking doesn't count, but yeah, they, they need to show more offensively. And you didn't count my Cowboys in your top defenses either. Your top three. I don't agree with this line. I'm sorry. All right. I, I've seen the Saints come through a few times at home. They, there is something a little magical with them. And I do think this is a possible uh, kitchen sinker for them. Mm. We'll see. I'm surprised. Yep. Is there a kitchen? Is there a Freddy kitchen sink thing in there? I'm trying to figure out some kind of. No. 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 Freddy kitchens. Monday night. I already yeah, like th- these up to see if this matters. Three. No, I, I beat you. I whipped you like a drum this week. You did. It's 10 to 8. Um, we're tied 2 2 for the year, right? Or Yeah, this will tie. Well, I'll, we'll give House a half one. No, yeah, we're tied 2 2. All right. Monday night, Pittsburgh at home against the, I don't know what to make of the Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals. And I have Pittsburgh favored by six and a half. I had five and a half. It's four. Uh, you win 10 to nine. Uh, this is another one. I, so both teams are 0-3? Yeah. Right? Yep. Is that right? Yeah. So th- this is, um, I don't know, maybe they've both left town. But uh, for sure, the loser's out, right? The Steelers' defense has had moments when they look good, and then they'll just give up a dumb play. Mm-hmm. But I, the Micah Fitzpatrick trade, a lot of people wrote and covered this last week that that guy is a blue chipper. And that trade actually makes a lot of sense in a vacuum. It might not make it would have made a lot more sense. I heard Lombardi talking about this. And I, I thought the same thing when the trade happened. I don't know why we do this in the NBA and not the NFL. Why not do top five protected pick? Mm-hmm. Right? So if the pick falls in top five, you get my next year's number one, not this one. They they just left it unprotected. But um he's really good. Unfortunately, their defense doesn't seem like it can put four straight consistent quarters together. And the Bengals, who were awful in week two, were good in the Seattle game in week one. And then it kind of rallied and almost won that Buffalo game yesterday. I think these teams are pretty even. I actually think yeah, the line should be Steelers are. three. You know, it's funny. I, I took a lot of crap because we were like, what, what happened? Why did the Steelers trade for Fitzpatrick? And there was like, well, it's better than any first round pick they'll get next year. And I was like, I don't know about that. Like you could say top five, 
than than it isn't. But even if they're tenth, let's say they're um, let's say they're six and ten and right in that 10-11 spot, you're in a spot to trade up for one of the top you know, generational quarterback like yeah. Tua or maybe Herbert for uh, Oregon or one one of these guys. So I'd pump the brakes a little on that Fitzpatrick. They had to make the move. It was smart and yeah. You know, also. Mason Rudolph, I don't know if he's your player of the future right now. So, Well, my read on it, which is why I picked him up in our fantasy league and why I put them in all the parlays was that trade told me that they really believe in that guy. Mm-hmm. And that was why I wanted him on my team. I was like, they actually really must think this guy's good. And unfortunately, I watched him yesterday and he was pretty up and down. He was not as far along as maybe they thought, or he just got super duper nervous and the first half, but if you think the guy's really good and you think you're not going to drop off a quarterback, then I understand the trade, but um, it was a drop off. We'll just, we'll I guess just they say think that. Big Ben's back for a few more years. Jesus. He did have 5,200 yards passing last year, but he's, it's going to be a tough off season. Seven. Um, all right. We're going to take one more break and then we're doing parent corner. Hey, let's talk about the holidays. It might seem crazy early. It's not that early, mid-September, late September. That time of year is creeping up. You don't want to go through another holiday season taking closed mouth photos while everyone else is grinning ear to ear. Do you? No. Getting a photo ready smile starts now. Easier than ever with clear aligners from Candid. Candid's aligners can help straighten your teeth faster than traditional wire braces. Treatment just takes six months on average. First, an experienced orthodontist who's licensed in your state creates a custom treatment plan. They show you a 3D preview so you can see how your teeth will look when it's finished. Candid ships your aligners directly to you. These aligners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. They cost 65% less than braces. Plus, with each aligner purchase, Candid donates $25 to Smile Train, which brings safe, 100% free cleft lip and palate treatment to children worldwide. That's awesome. Get your photo-ready smile by the holidays. Go to candidco.com slash BS and use code BS to get $75 off. Candidco.com slash BS. Code BS for $75 off. Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer. As parents, we've got enough to worry about without stressing over used car payments. Every CarMax car is covered by a seven-day money-back guarantee. How does it handle car seats, groceries, the dog, whatever? Take it to work, take it to school, take it to practice. Find out if it's the perfect car for you. And if it's not, bring it back within seven days for a full refund, no questions asked. It's just that easy. That's why CarMax is so great. At CarMax, no regrets, guaranteed. Check them out today at CarMax.com. All right, Parent Corner, which Parent Corner is going to get really exciting as you neglect your family shooting all these Thursday night bits over the next few (laughs) weeks. I don't even I don't even know what to make of Parent Corner going forward, but uh, I might have to fly Harry out here and say, "Hey, you're the new dad of this family. Just <laughs> give me uh, one report per week so I could uh, use it for Parent Corner." You could sleep it in my bed with your with my wife, but you can't touch her. But you That's can right. yeah. shirtless next to her; it'd be great. Right, but she'll she love can it. Touch you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Parent Corner, you go first. Uh, well, I feel bad because this is neither fun or funny, but I'll tell you. I'll I'll say in advance it has. Uh, a not so terrible ending, but um, my son is playing freshman football. It took a lot of convincing of my wife to get this going. We, I even had Tony Romo a few, few years back 
try to convince her and say, hey, come on, he can play contact, right? Contact football is fine. And uh, he's like, eh, he doesn't have to start till ninth grade. So he didn't start until ninth grade, even though all his friends were playing in seventh grade. Now he's on the freshman team. He loves it. The team's pretty good. Um, They have a game, uh, a Thursday uh, afternoon game. One of his teammates catches a ball in the flat, turns around and gets pummeled, helmet to helmet, by Uh. a kid who's probably a foot uh, taller. And then um, he's on the field, this kid, my son's teammate, for the next 40 minutes. And, uh, you know, and his and his feet are flailing. Oh, like, no. Like, holy crap. Is this involuntary or like at, at some point? Uh, the mother's pretty good with it. She's on the field. It took a long time. Finally, an ambulance came. 40 minutes later, uh, they take him to the hospital. He had like a neck injury. He's, he's fine. He has a neck brace. He texted a thumbs up to all his teammates, but yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say except that, you know, when you watch your favorite team play and a, and a player on your favorite team have to, that sucks. And you're like, Oh, this is brutal. Even on someone on another team, when you're watching your kid's game and it's someone on your kid's team, it's like times a thousand. And then I cannot even imagine as a parent what this is like for 40 minutes, not knowing what's going on. Like I said, everything well ended up good, but um, I'm okay if he decides not to play. And he seems okay. That Everyone on the team is okay with it, but it, it's just so scary. And also it's really bad for my brand. I mean, a lot of the parents are like, oh, how's your brand? Is your brand okay? You know, like, oh, don't worry about my brand. There's a kid on the field, but no, really, I don't know. I, I just had a, a big wake up call with that. And um yeah, nothing to say more than that. Jesus. This is the most depressing parent corner of all time. I'm sorry. I know. It was 40 minutes, but it's it's, it's relevant, relative to what we, we say, irrelevant. Well, I have, fortunately, uh, I can... I mean, what kind of soccer... What's the worst soccer injury you, you've won? You've been to 100 games, right? Yeah, I mean, we're, we've had a couple of concussions. It's brutal where the kids just go down. Yeah. It's tough. Youth sports... They, there's really no sport where there isn't a possibility of getting injured. I would say even basketball, you can take an elbow. You know, I guess volleyball maybe would be the safest. That's not bad. Yeah. But even then, you could take a spike in the head. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, I, like, I have to go to every game. I don't care where the road games are. I have to kind of make every one because this is, um, now, now I have that on my mind too, you know? Man. I don't even think sorry, sorry to bum you out, but this is this is reality being a parent. Thank God for Ben Simmons, because because <laughs> just when you thought Parent Corner was going to get depressing, with Ben Simmons, so I can get on his Instagram account and read his DMs and stuff because I pay mm-hmm. for his phone, and that's part of you know that's part of the deal. What I didn't realize, I hadn't checked in a while, is he has this new habit now of DMing celebrities on Instagram, <laughs> oh, no. and hoping they uh email him back so was he emailed uh after we went to the it two screening he dm bill Hader and was like what's up dude he was like uh sent him a photo and he was like i was at the premiere for it i don't know if he thinks bill Hader's gonna <laughs> sift through his dms and maybe hit him back but mm-hmm. it's been a lot of that. It's been there's might have been some women that he's attracted to who's been like, "Hey, what's <laughs> up? I think you're great." But my favorite, he he texted this 
rapper named 916 Frosty, who's actually fantastic. He's he's hasn't blown up yet, but has a couple really good songs. And my son mm-hmm. and and uh his his What rap- does any of that mean, 916 Frosty? Do you know? 916 Frosty. Uh, is, I think is that's that September sixteenth, his- or is it a, a- no, it's I think it's his area code and he's oh, okay, a, and right. he's white. Um, so he's nine sixteen frosty. Okay. My son was explaining it to me. But as you know, my my son and his uh and his buddy Lucci, they have their their rap their rap band. We we played we played that song at the start of the podcast today. Right. Tic Tac and Melatonin. So he he DMs nine sixteen frosty on July twenty third and says, "Dude, you're a god." But it's Y O U R doesn't even have the print. No response yeah. from nine sixteen frosty. Oh. Then on August twelfth, frosted him out. DMs him again and says, "I'm melatonin. I'm a rapper. I work with Tic Tac. You a god?" <laughs> and then adds Tic Tac for reals his 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 rap partner adds him just in case maybe he knows Tic Tac for reals yeah that had to get his attention no so poor 916 Frosty's going through his DMs and gets I'm melatonin I'm a rapper I work with Tic Tac <laughs> you guys oh I didn't realize you work with Tic Tac <laughs> uh, then text him you're my hero <laughs> still no response Eight days later, you're the best. Y O U R the best. So, uh, <laughs> so well, to be fair, I don't think nine sixteen Frosty is disregarding the, the direct message because he got his your and yours wrong. I mean, he probably you don't think you don't think it was. Uh, uh, I think it's important. Um, he also emailed an actress named McKenna. He just emailed a clapping emoji. Um, <laughs> he's. Just going through, it's it's Nick Kroll he really likes. He told Nick Kroll, hey, Nick, big fan. <laughs> no response from Nick. So my son's uh, celebrity Instagram DM game has been a little off so far. Well, will you explain to him that you don't even look at your mentions on Twitter? I don't. Like I, just, is he getting bummed out that there's no response or no? I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. But- he is playing on the seventh grade flag football team as a sixth grader. Nice. And he's a running back uh, pass rusher and was all fired up because he had some sacks. And the only reason I'm telling you this is because he obviously doesn't watch football. And I was like, you know, the best pass rusher was Lawrence Taylor. He's like, oh, I'll watch him on YouTube. There's a 15 minute Lawrence Taylor just being awesome YouTube clip. Yeah. There's never been anybody like him. No. This is like Jordan LeBron. I still feel J- Jordan. I hate that argument, but it's like, all right, I'll I'll listen to the Le- LeBron amazing career stats thing. The Lawrence Taylor thing is unassailable. He was by far the best who ever did that. Phenomenal. The the highlights are out of control. So we watched that and we really enjoyed it. Well, so. I think he disregarded plays, right? Like he uh right. he didn't really ever stay home, you know? He 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 went for it and had a keen sense of uh the ball carrier or whether quarterback was going to end up. Yeah. My son plays outside linebacker number 56 by accident. And then I mm. had to uh, explain to him the legend of Lawrence Taylor, by the way, they should do a documentary on Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> I think they already did. <laughs> That's an inside joke. <laughs> I'm melatonin. I work with Tic Tac. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it for paracorder.
Hey, remember, CarMax selects only the best to become CarMax certified with over 200 stores nationwide and more than 50,000 CarMax certified cars to choose from. They make it easy to find the perfect car for your family. Remember, they have a seven-day money-back guarantee on every vehicle. No questions asked. At CarMax, no haggling, never any pressure to buy. Drive worry-free for 90 days or 4,000 miles, whatever comes first. With the CarMax limited warranty, start the search for your next car at CarMax.com. All right, cuz, you're going to Lambo. Who's hosting Against All Odds? Oh, I'll be there. We're going to be doing uh, Against All Odds a little early. We'll do it tomorrow. It'll be up uh, tomorrow night. And uh, yeah, we'll pick the three big games of the week. The generate trifecta remains hot. I will tell you uh, one quick Emmy story. You'll be proud of me. I didn't yeah. know. I usually like go right home after the Emmys, but uh went to the governor's ball and then went to two parties afterwards. The second party was at a house. Yeah. I don't want to give out names of who was there, but um, it was an interesting thing because you've been to this house before, but it was almost completely dark. The Some of the um, some of the celebrities were there requested that it be dark. And I was like, what? This is I'm, I'm falling over myself here. I can't, there's there's pizza. I don't know if I'm eating anchovies or what what's on here. And then like it occurred to me. Oh, yeah. Fewer pictures that way. Fewer pictures, fewer videos. And I think it did the trick. It really did. Like, uh, uh, the only thing is, I don't know who I, I could have been talking to Bob Newhart for an hour and I'm not sure who it was. I just, you know. Wait a second. He, so they requested it would be dark for no selfies, but everybody's just actually in the dark. How dark was it? There's candles and stuff. It's not pitch black, but I think it was done to discourage, you know, photo, the photo ops. Oh my God. What, what are we turning into as a society? I don't know. What is happening? Why didn't you just leave the phone at the door and have like a phone check thing? Yeah, that's probably the better way to do it. But no one Jesus. wants to do that anymore. There's like one guy who did that. It's uh, melatonin and he worked with Tic Tac. <laughs> Other than that, no. Do you think we should pass a law that nobody can take a selfie after midnight just anywhere in the country? <laughs> Maybe that would make things easier. That's what the curve. There's a selfie curfew. <laughs> all right. So against all odds you have this week and then the Thursday pregame show and we should do a gambling line. Do you get legitimate laughter when they throw it back to the crew or the fake, the producers telling them they have to do some laughs, but it wasn't really that they weren't really that into it. What would you, you have that minus 200 over real laughter? What would you, wow. what would be the odds? Well, you know, it's interesting you say that and I probably shouldn't be uh, talking about this, but they were, Jimmy was the first one. My cousin Jimmy did a sports yeah. comedy pregame thing back in early 2000s on Fox on the Sunday pregame late, show. Yeah, late 1990s, early 2000s. Yeah. And he would always take a shot at Howie or Terry or one of the, it was usually one of those two guys. And they were always listening and there was always a reaction afterwards. The the guys who follow Jimmy, as, as good as they were, Caliendo, Riggle, they don't go after those guys. And for a lot of, a lot of times those guys aren't watching. So that, you know what it, so I've been encouraged to maybe go after them so that I do oh. a full reaction. So okay. It feels kind of cheap because Jimmy did it, but it, there is some, you don't like that dead silence after a, uh, after a punchline of a two minute bit. Yeah. All so right. So it sounds like even odds. Let me ask you this. Yeah. I am uh, the king again. I'll lock it in. I get a free future bet. Um, any free future bet has to pay off before July. I already have the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. I already have Alabama to win the national championship. Do I go Chiefs to win the Super Bowl to cover myself? Do I go Rams to win the NFC? What's what's the one future you would make? Or maybe some of those rookie of the year things we talked about. What's Colts to win the uh, 
Oh, come on. The Colts to win the AFC thing. South. Oh. Why are you laughing? It can't, it can't be more than plus one. I want like a four or five to one thing there. How about the Colts are 25 to one to win the AFC? All right, forget it. Colts. I already have your Patriots. Uh, that's the winner. Colts are plus two twenty five to win the AFC. Why don't you do that? To win the A to win the South, you're saying? No, to win the AFC. The the I'm sorry, the Chiefs are plus two twenty five. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Do I do that or the Super Bowl? What is going on with these odds? The Browns are fifteen to one and the Bills are twenty five to one and the Colts are twenty five to one. Who the fuck wow. thinks the Browns can win the AFC? Is it wow. does anyone watch football? They that's have no chance. News. <clears throat> that's People ludicrous. Be betting the Browns like crazy. It was like blind allegiance. Um, Ravens plus seven fifty is intriguing too, because I think they're the clear third team. Chargers are eighteen to one. Hmm. Yeah, I would. I would say just do the Chiefs to win the AFC, and then you you get that free future. Then, then you All hedge right, the pats. All right, Cuz, good job by you. Good job by you, Belly. Thanks to the cuz. Good luck on Thursday. Thanks to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Don't forget about the rewatchables coming Wednesday, the Shawshank Redemption. Thanks to Square, the company that makes the little white credit card reader. Odds are you didn't know Square also makes pretty much anything you need to run and grow a business. Point of sale, payroll, online stores, invoicing. See how Square can take your business from Square One to whatever's next at Square.com slash go slash BS. We're coming back tomorrow night with uh, another podcast and then uh, the rewatchable Shawshank on Wednesday. Until then.